0: The Main Ingredient with Kevin Bergen on 680 CJOB. Brought to you by Portage Family Foods, Portage at Ferry, and Dakota Family Foods, Dakota at St. Mary's Road. Hey everybody, welcome to The Main Ingredient. Kevin Bergen here. I am with another little Bergen. Hello. This is Hunter Bergen. Hunter, how are you?
1: I'm alright.
0: Thanks for coming along with me today.
1: Of course, of course, Father. I know, I just wanted to spice up your show a little bit. (laughs)
0: I ordered you out of bed to disrupt yeah, this. No, oh, that's I know. A, that's what that's happened. Hey, I'm doing an interview too. You're coming with me. Okay.
1: Okay. I get to eat food. That's fine.
0: All right. We are in Wolseley. We are at Ruby West. This is my first, well, kind of my first time here. I just told you a little story beforehand. Yeah. yeah. I'm with Jamie Hilland. That works. That works. <laughs> Helen. Yeah. Um, how are you? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm very good. Thanks for having me here today. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the beginning of Ruby West. Before we started, you told me that this building, the address of this building is what? 898 Westminster.
2: It's, it's been a couple of things. It's been a couple of things. Yeah, we had a local historian. He dropped off, as, a, as I showed you, uh, a piece of the old ceiling. And on oh, is that what that is? Yeah, yeah. And it's a piece of the tin. Oh, wow. And then on the back of it, he had done uh, research on uh, the previous businesses and iterations that were here. And so there was 14 other iterations, confectionaries and groceries and laundromats and bookstores and all that stuff. And so we are uh, the 15th now. What made you want to be the next one? You know, i I'd lived in Wolsey since 1999, actually 1996. Uh, I'd always sort of had that thought that what we could really use would be a restaurant for the community to gather at, you know, and neighbors meet neighbors. Um, place for folks to, you know, share a drink and, hey, let's meet down at the corner sometime. we will go for a drink and go for a stroll. Um, always sort of had my finger on the pulse, looking for an opportunity. And then uh, it just came up in uh, 2018 that the building was for sale and uh we went in with friends and we bought it it took uh, most of 2019 to uh, get the all the permits in place we had a bit of a struggle with two gentlemen who didn't think that uh, you should be a restaurant in the community so what? we had to they wanted to what didn't want a restaurant with uh liquor license and so they they fought us for six months and in the end we uh had a petition uh the community rallied behind us in a massive massive way and so we had a petition with over 200 signatures and support and uh yeah they were they lost in the end, and hopefully now they they seem to be good neighbors and everything. But uh, you know, there's always a bit of folks who have some concerns when I guess a business opens up close by, and so that was a bit of a challenge. Um, Hang on, why
0: didn't okay? So they want they didn't mind the restaurant; they just didn't want liquor being served. Correct.
2: Yeah, which we they pointed thought it would out. be rowdy. Thought it would be rowdy, thought it would be disruptive, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, and it was It was a bit of a back and a forth. And in the end, we, you know, we live here too. And that's what we sort of told them. Like, we're not, we're very invested in this community. And of course, we're not going to have a, a rowdy patio or a rowdy restaurant. Like, uh, we're here to invest in the community and employ local people and, and uh, serve good food and have a gathering place for people. And so... I had that, that sort of, not epiphany, but that really reflection the other day uh, a couple weeks ago when I was out front and it was like there was a lineup of kids for ice cream and the patio, the sidewalk patio in front was full of people and just neighbors mingling and connecting with each other. Sorry and about that. That was okay. my phone right oh, All good. <laughs> um, it was sort of like a vision brought to life, you know, and the people were just strolling and walking up and we wanted to, we like we live in a very walkable community, right? Mm-hmm. And so that was an important thing for us too. Um, and sort of become reality. And that was really what I wanted to see. in that vision now, you know, despite opening a business four months uh, prior to a, uh, you know, global pandemic hitting, uh, you know, we survived. We didn't thrive, you know, but we survived. And I think now as our sort of we're getting into the thrive time, really, but the, the patio is packed every night. We're, you know, changing up the menu. We've got new owners that have come into the business with us. So, uh, you know, reinvigoration of energy and ideas and concepts. Um, so it's exciting. Yeah. How did you feel four months after
0: when, when? Pandemic, oh God like where we you are you 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 like you said you were looking for an opportunity found the opportunity got through the hurdle of permits and neighbors yeah. that didn't want you and yeah. now let's let's
2: let's hit the ground running and yeah. no actually you're closed yeah we uh, you know the term pivot I think gets overused a fair chunk but, but it's, it's uh, accurate yeah it was hundred percent accurate because we were not set up for takeout even uh, like it was just not part of our concept and so we had to turn right away to pizzas and better takeout fare than we did. And thankfully, you know, as much as there are two gentlemen who were unhappy with the restaurant opening nearby, the community support, like 99.999% of folks who live around here are just so thankful. And they tell us that on a regular basis for opening this restaurant and having a place to get together. Um, so that was that was big for us. Like that got us through takeout only, right? Like it's mm-hmm. pretty lean. We had to run lean and operations and tight, um, but it also really bonded us as a staff and as ownership together. Uh, I think it's the same time. How did you feel when
0: you were going through the problems of opening? Was there ever a point where you're like, ah, maybe we shouldn't do this. You know, maybe this wasn't
2: meant to be, maybe <sighs> let's just tap out and do something else or maybe we won't have liquor. It was never a point that we could, we knew it was going to be viable without liquor sales. You know, we, right. we've been in the restaurant business or our, our friends, Pete and Aaron, who own Billabong have been in it. It's like, it's just not going to be viable. You know, we, we knew that. And, right. Um, so that was never really an option. There was certainly an option, like, if we don't get this, then we look at something else with the space. You know, we bought the building. Um, but there were certain points. It, you know, it's uh, you know, mental health, right? It kicks you in the ass a bit. Like, it's oh. to be honest, right? Yep. On that, it was it was really tough um, to think that some people were, you know, opposed to you. And maybe it wasn't going to, you know, fly. And you sunk, you know, a lot of your life savings into a venture that you're hoping would fly. And that it might not become reality was is pretty tough. Yeah. Was, was there ever a bit of pressure like again we've, we've
0: talked about Wolseley. probably this area has probably the deepest community roots than any area in the city people really care and like yeah. you said they 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 know their neighbors they know the businesses so your opening was there ever a point where you know you, there's kind of a standard you got to live up to everyone's yeah. really got to you know what I mean i'm <laughs> sure people were probably asking you
2: questions as you were oh. as you were building this
0: place right Constant.
2: If you and I were sitting here, you know, construction time, everybody that walks by is peeking in the windows. And, like, we had to put paper up to do it, right? And (laughs) they're trying to, like, look in the little cracks and see what's going on. Uh, Yeah, there was a lot of expectation for sure, you know, especially because people had really rallied around us as well. Mm -hmm. Like, even in advance of us opening, people knew who we were, knew. And we've got deep roots and and great groups of friends and, and really connected to this community. But even beyond that, there was hundreds of letters of people from people we didn't know. That were like, we want to have a place to get together and have a a drink and a a good meal with friends. So the pressure was there, for sure. But uh, I I think and I like to think that we stepped up to it. Yeah. Yeah, imagine you want to. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, great restaurant. Jamie's place
0: sucks. (laughs) Obviously, you've been to a restaurant or two. Your partners have restaurant experience. Yeah. How was it creating the menu?
2: The menu was an interesting piece. We, In the end, the initial menu was really eclectic. You know, we sort of, we went from, um, uh, we had sausage rolls to Thai pizzas. you tried, right? As yes, later on, we gates. had a curry, uh, you know, it was always popular. Um, How many times has it changed since the original menu? You know, a few times. One, during the, the takeout and when the pandemic first did, I would say it would be our major wholesale change. Some minor changes last fall. Um, and then really we're going to see wholesale changes in the coming weeks uh, as well as we do a little bit of rebranding. Let's talk about that. Usually. Yeah. Okay, so partners have changed.
0: Yeah. And along with that is coming a name change. We got it. So let's,
2: why don't you fill us in? Dive into that. Yes. Uh, so Aaron and Pete Keating, who were former owners of the Billabong, were the initial owners of the building uh, and the, re- the business with us. Uh, life circumstances changed. Basically, it was a very you know, amiable. There was no no harsh feelings whatsoever. It was just career demands, right? Oh, and and, you, and just, demands. just just to clarify, yeah. too, you all have jobs. Oh like, yeah, all yeah, jobs. yeah, yeah, yeah. this is all our right. second and third gig for many of us. That's awesome. For sure. Yeah. Um, So it just became a lot. And uh, so we approached uh, our our good friends, Brian and Rachel, who uh, Rachel runs uh, a photography company called Lucky Girl Photography. Mm -hmm. And then Brian had uh, a lot of restaurant experience in cooking, and he was already our cook. And so they're the first people we approached, and they bought in end of April uh, of this year. And so we've been operating as a re-west with always sort of the eye towards redoing the decor and rebranding and Rachel's got a really good eye for you know uh, interior design and so we've let her do her thing and that's what you're sort of seeing inside um well she's a photographer you said right yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. so she's got yeah very very good eye for that sort of thing Um, and as part of that they wanted to to rebrand you know there's a it was definitely a struggle because there's a lot of positive association and negative association, certainly. Uh, and so, so we heard from a lot of folks who were like, we love the name of the Ruby West. It took us a long time to name it that. We, we had a lot of connection to it and people felt in the to, for that. But by the same token, there's a group of people who would come and would have tried it when it was not great food, right, and would have a negative association. So we wanted to give uh, you know our, our new owners an opportunity to start a rebrand and refresh. We'd, and hopefully, and I, I know we will, we're going to carry over a lot of that previous you know customer base yep. but also hopefully get some new folks into try sort of our new menu brian is a little more unshackled i would say now and uh like he's more creative uh he can really as you'll you'll taste shortly um he's a he's an extraordinary chef uh i i, I say that with all bias because we've been good friends for years and he comes in all of our cottage weekends and creates phenomenal food and i've always been like brian like why don't you open a restaurant man like let's do it and so part of the impetus for this was just to help him realize a dream you know uh and so he's He's crashing it. Like I am excited for the, the food to come. After he became the chef here,
0: yeah, in a restaurant that you're running, yeah. what was it like to go to the cottage and, cottage and have him cook then? Did you ever <laughs> expect him to cook? we like, you know shot I mean?
2: ourselves in the foot, Kevin. He doesn't what? he can't come as much anymore. This is a problem. He's, he's working. He's working. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's working all the time. It's killing us. No, we'll make it happen. Uh, but no, it's. I mean, as you know, anybody talking in the restaurant business, it's a, it's a full time plus. plus plus plus, hundred percent, right? Yep. And so he, uh, he's putting a lot of time, and that's something that he's excited about. You know, he was working same thing. He was working at Knoll Center, uh, working with a lot of youth that weren't attending school. That was his primary job, and so he's taken a leap. You know, and taking a leap from that job, and it's really to put the time into this. So we're all sort of like taking a gamble. I think it's a work gamble yeah. we're taking. Yeah let's talk about the name the name change yeah what's going on there going on there is a, as we talked about a bit before this is the the 15th iteration of a business in this space and so uh i think we had what three different naming sessions brian is that about right yeah <laughs> so that's not that's not bad
0: yeah <laughs> that's that's a, that's not too bad like those could go on and on and oh, on right?
2: they could drag and but, so we finally just sort of had the you know fisher cut bait right and so uh that's the one that we're going to roll with. I we like sort of the history of it, um, the nod to the space, the nod to the, like the history of the community. I think as well, and and two like we also it, you know is, is dominating the conversation. We we really wanted to be cognizant of sort of our colonial roots uh, and and recognize hopefully some of the history of it, but also that history can change, um, and we can we can really be respectful and have a, a good dialogue about that. Mm-hmm. We did a. Um, a day a couple months ago or a week um, on, on canada day where we had if you could come in and you could name one of the calls to action uh, we'd give you a sort of free ice cream so we're trying to do more promotions like that in terms of awareness and, and raising and really being part of the social discussions that's, that's happening i'm going off track here but you said you you guys have an
0: ice cream window we do how did that how did that like i'm sure that wasn't part of your
2: original plan no again it was a quick pivot last summer where we actually got an a, awesome idea though, yeah right? We actually bought, bought a soft serve ice cream machine last year um, and then this year uh, we had a woman named Melinda Chow who makes a company called Free Time Ice Cream and she was hand making just phenomenal ice cream on her own and so she offered to uh, provide us with ice cream and so we bought a uh, ice cream machine and so she comes in at the wee hours, sometimes late or, or very early and makes, and I, I say this without hyperbole, but some of the best ice cream I've ever had. It's it's unreal. And so it's just, it's the front of our, our restaurant and you'll see uh, like families just stroll down for an ice cream in the evening. That's awesome. Uh, it's delicious stuff, we've got kids' flavors and just phenomenal flavors that Melina's doing. We do new flavors every week. Uh, and they've, you know, really buttressed our sales a little bit, we're sometimes selling, you know, two to $300 worth of ice cream a night.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's not surprising. Yeah, You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like when pickers when it's plus 30 out, Oh, okay. you know, if you can walk down the street and get an ice cream, like good ice cream, for sure. You're going to do it. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, look, can we talk about the menu? But you're changing menus. I don't know whether we're yeah. going with some of the old or
2: or what, or what exactly is happening. It's uh, I would say, it, I don't know, Rachel, probably 50 percent new. This is uh, Rachel. She's one of the owners. Hey, everyone. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: She's in our talk um, show voice
3: okay. now. I've asked Brian to describe describe it, and it's <laughs> eclectic comfort food. So, we, our pizzas have been transformed into pizzas and panuzos. So, iterations and variations on pizza. And then there's the tacos. The tacos are a little bit more elevated, too, in that we have the pork belly, pastor, jackfruit, for all those vegan fans out there. I love jackfruit. So good. Um, and then the steamed rice buns. Yeah. So, pretty diverse. And, but all comforting, all comfort food. Um, And within that, we've also worked with Jones Wine Company and they've paired these delicious wines, organic. Lots of them, lots of these wineries are like us, these little community places, creating wine and and food. Um, And then our drink menu is Josie Cron, the infamous Josie Cron, incredible mixologist in the city. And so he's also, created the drinking. So it's it's imbibing and ingesting um, in a whole new way.
0: You should sell you could sell anything when you romance the food buy. <laughs> oh,
3: good. Good. It was a study slow dance with everyone out there. <laughs> this is what will feed you and this is what you'll drink.
1: Food yeah. talk but yeah. really
3: wonderful I think post COVID lots of people are more um, conscious of, of eating nourishing foods. So Brian, our chef, I've, I've extolled to him having uh, plant-based, gluten-free, all of those things I think are, are welcoming to people. And then a lot of people are actually not drinking as much. So our cocktail menu has some really lovely non-alcoholic cocktails that aren't Shirley Temple's. So I think all around, yeah, maybe a little bit more inclusive of everyone, rather, when you think comfort food, I, we think of non-nourishing, but.
0: Okay, so what is this that we have in front of us now? These
3: are the meatballs um, that people message us from time to time, our friends, and ask them to make a batch of these meatballs. They're made from scratch. We have a an Italian brother-in-law, and we had a Nona that Brian learned a few things from, in making them. And we have Connie, our Italian neighbor behind us. She tells us when to pick our basil. (laughs) She's, she's pretty incredible. And so he gave her a sample last night and they they passed the test. They passed the Connie full-blooded Italian grandmother test. Yeah. yeah. Because I feel like they would, they would tell you if they're not good. What do you think?
0: Hunter Bergen, you first. Well,
1: I'm no meatball expert folks, but these are pretty dang good.
0: <laughs> 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 these are good. So you're selling these like crazy. People are loving these. They're oh, you're they're not, they're not the out. They're not out, new out new yet. New oh, so these were yeah. first. I, don't oh, I feel dude. so special. Yeah. Thank I know, you
2: dude. Really, dude, these are good. They'll be out. The new menu will be out um, this Friday.
1: Now I can go around and tell people I was the first to try the it's meatballs. Actually, in,
0: in the new restaurant. Yeah, yeah
2: awesome.
0: So now that he's an owner in the place, he has more freedom to do what he wants
2: to do he has far more creative control
0: so you you guys said you you elevated some things but there are some new things
2: yeah there's a there's a mix of both for sure we tweak some of the the items um we're switching our pizza crust to a sourdough sourdough pizza as well Mm -hmm. just for some people to like um and a lot of new menu items as well yeah the the buns the steamed buns that we'll be trying next and the meatballs um yeah tacos you're gonna see they're phenomenal the thai pizza is that I, did that survive the cut? I didn't want to tell you. Is it gone? I don't I don't think it's gonna be on the next one, Kevin. No, I'm sorry. Just, <laughs> it's funny I, you I, say that. When you said that, I was like, oh cuz, I told actually you I just talked about that just, in my car, bro. Yeah, I know. We we talked about it this morning. It's time and for some I, morning. Think, I know. I know. <laughs> there's you know, wine in the corner over here. There's always gonna be favorites. We have a, like a veggie panini as well. Mm-hmm. It's always popular, but uh, we're switching stuff up. Just try to change change the recipes a little bit. And you know what? It's not to say it's gone forever. I think we're going to menu fresh. And exactly. people will have new favorites. Like, you have new stuff coming on. You got yeah, it. Hey, that's gone. How about trying this? Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. We want it to be a culinary adventure, right? Like, I like trying new dishes. And Me too. Yeah. Smaller plates. And so that's really the concept we're going to be going to is more rotation on a menu. We'll try and keep as much of the favorites as we can, obviously. But new dishes for folks to try. Right. And I like the smaller plates thing because I don't yeah. want to just eat one big yes. meal
0: of yeah. one thing there's yeah. so many other things that you want to try it's like I'm going to try a little bit of that I'm yeah. a little bit of that kind
2: of pass it around and share it around right that's how I love eating out. that's why you go out right right that's part of the adventure it's like let's try this oh my right. god it's amazing or I don't like that at all totally right yeah push yeah. that to the side and pull
0: this closer yeah all right speaking of which let's do the tacos let's talk about taco week you guys have done other specialty weeks yes? yeah we've
2: done the burger week we did a vegetarian burger um I think we've done pizza week as well yep so, yeah, we, we're familiar with the promotions. Um, tacos have been, from the, the start and the opening, one of our best sellers, for sure. So, Why would you guys put tacos on the menu? I think just because they're popular. They're easy. A Very lot of easy. people like them. Um, there, yeah, they're hard to, to mess up. They're fresh ingredients, too, and we really want to focus on fresh um, and sustainable. And so we've got some good sources for most of our vegetarian uh, vegetables. Um, and they're consistent. You know consistently good and so people have just loved them they've been one of our top sellers if not the top seller uh almost the whole time you guys had meetings about renaming rebranding
0: did yeah. you have meetings about what taco is being served or it's brian you know you go to
2: town brian was always uh keen on it and then he had a it's called pastor right it's one yeah uh and El pastor that we uh you're gonna try next and it's just unreal plus he did a sauce is a salsa verde yeah, with uh, pineapples, right? I gotta think. I'm trying to think. What else is in it? I know. I'm putting oh, Rachel. I, put, yeah, I know. Putting Rachel on the spot here.
1: I'm back. <laughs> we awaited your <to> return. <laughs> with bated, with bated breath.
3: Um, Sidebar, so I've always wanted a radio show. Done. I was gonna call it eclectic and copacetic. Mm. Um, I don't smoke, but I think it would burn some cigarettes just so you get that crackle, (laughs) that late night sort of jazzy, jazziness. It starts at midnight. Anyways, the tacos, he just put them together. It's the corn elote type of salad. It's going to be the topping. And then cholula, splashes of cholula. It is manna from heaven. And because the pastor is cooking it in the more traditional way, where it's shaved, like slow cooked and then shaved off, it's so delicious, and then the corn tortilla. Anyone who's ever traveled to Mexico, that smell just hits your face. All your senses, as soon as you step up out of where you are, you know you're in Mexico is because of that corn tortilla smell. And so, you, just to get a little smell of that before you bite in, it's 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 really so good. Brian and I traveled a lot through Mexico, and that's sort of where he fell in love with cooking. Um, they could never say his name, Brian. It was always Brian, uh, whatever. I'm Rachel, so I was Raquel. And so he was Bruno. Yep. And so Bruno came back and he, he was incredible. He was able to replicate so many things. I speak a little bit of Spanish, so I was able to get some recipes from the abuelitas, like the tortilla soup, which you'll see in the fall. Um, yeah, so the authenticity, even though he's this big bearded Swedish man, <laughs> He's still, he still has some, um, he still has some, I think the little abuelas would give him yeah. some props for his yeah. Mexican, his Mexican food. Yeah. yeah. Jamie loves it when I speak Spanish, by the oh, way.
2: I was just going to reflect on a story. She dressed as Frida Kahlo one night and she stayed in character the entire evening. Right. I almost lost it because she was only on Espanol that she would talk to me and I was losing my cool. <laughs>
3: A
1: exactly. <laughs> Maybe toss some of that in your uh, late night show. You know. Yes. yes. Podcast. yes. You yeah. greet everyone Great. with some beautiful yeah. rolling R's. Yeah. Buenas noches, todo el mundo. Yeah. Okay. That'll surely bring in the viewers. Or um, the listeners. Yeah. yeah. You that was
0: awesome.
2: So yes, yeah, so if you want. Had- Rachel King Johnson for her own radio show. That's right. Late night, midnight. Late night, midnight is the one. <laughs> but I, I think that's giving you a taste of sort of the, the creative juices that we have going. Um, we also sort of bring our own strengths to the team. And I think that's where we're all supporting and playing off of each other. Like I, I I can cook, but I have nowhere near the talents. Uh, I can take pictures, but nowhere near the talent of Rachel. or. I bet you can eat now. Exactly. and <laughs> I like can sure eat. You cook, I'll eat. How exactly. about that?
0: How is it running a restaurant with friends? Does, you know, does a friendship ever
2: bump into the business? Oh, right. for sure. Yeah, it's always it's always going to. And I sort of, I, I knew enough with Aaron and Pete, we're, we're good friends with us, and we sort of went in with our eyes wide open, and there were certainly strains on it. But at the end of the day, we found a sort of coping was the business side versus the friendship side, and really trying to differentiate between the two. And that mm-hmm. gave us, a, you could process events in a different light and not internalize them as much. Mm-hmm. And so when Brian and Rachel came on, that was sort of what the first thing I said is like, this is a, this is a test of, of friendship and um, understanding and communication. Um, and so far, like so far, so good. Like certainly there's, you know, there's it's not always, you know, sunshine lollipops all the time, but I think we work worked through it and we're just, the energy is still really, really positive and, and the enthusiasm is there. So we're going to ride that. You know, I had that three years ago. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> not that I've lost it. Um, just but more laid started, back about it. Yeah, more laid back about it. More, Yeah, more sort of accepting. And so now we're just really excited to see where we go. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I just thought of the, the dynamic itself, which yeah. is
0: it's, it's different to be in business with a friend. Like, hey, I'm, me and Bob are running a business, yeah. but now you're couples. And, you know, can you get into little tips couple to couple? Like, yeah. Jamie said something to me and I didn't like it. Exactly. So you know what I mean? And then all that's of a sudden now as a couple you've got couples problems. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So that would kind of bring another dynamic. You know what I'm saying? So it'd be kind of hard to run a business if that became a problem.
2: Imagine a partnership, right? The dynamic between two people and then multiply it. Oh, nice. Oh, <laughs> oh.
0: Okay, so, so... Brian, you
2: want to tell us about this? Uh, we have uh, our bow buns here that we are putting out. Um, one of them is, our, is a smoked salmon tossed in a maple ponzu with a little bit of Asian slaw. The other one is our house-made pork belly. It also has maple ponzu, uh, spicy mayo, and uh, house-made pickled red onion.
0: All right, it's taco time. What do we got? It's pretty. So for
2: taco week, which is our first taco week that we're participating in, I don't know if it's the first one. I think it is. Okay, perfect. So I did our version of a pork pastor, um, which traditionally is done on a big spit. We don't have the big upright spit, but we slow cook it in the oven for hours and then shave it thin with a little bit of pineapple. Um, and then on top, we've done a Mexican street corn salad. So a lote salad, or a lote is like a street corn, but it's shaved off to make a salsa. And topped with a little cotilla and some uh, Cholula hot
0: sauce. I'm, I'm so disappointed that I came here today. This is <laughs> this is a tough job we got going on here, right? <laughs> yes, we're survivors. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Margarita Madness. You guys have decided today. (laughs) It's a last minute decision. Last minute decision to enter Margarita Madness. And Hunter, I'm sorry, being underage, 16 years old, almost 17, you cannot participate in Margarita
1: Madness. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a 50 year old man, (laughs) (laughs) like you. Where's my glass? Yeah, you're looking real good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's uh, I wear a lot of sunscreen when I go out. Guys, take care of yourselves.
0: <laughs> we haven't been doing it the right way. Right. <laughs> okay, so what are you guys gonna enter for Margarita Madness?
2: Uh, we're gonna put a uh, a margarita. Was it a ghost, I guess it's a, a beer from Barnhammer, uh, who is one of our new partners in here. So Mezco, soaked lime and orange zest. I uh, dig it. It's yeah. Good. It's kind of good. It's got it's that pretty summer, flavor. yeah. Very yeah. nice summery taste. Yeah. And so it's going to pair nicely with the tacos, patio time, all of the above. And then, hilariously enough, uh, my wife and I just won a uh, margarita mixer at, you a, at you a raffle. Won a margarita we mixer. Won one of the Margaritaville ones. Get out yeah. of here! How did so you win, how did how did you win that? <laughs> it was a raffle at uh, we have a cottage over Victoria Beach, and they were doing a raffle. And my wife's mm-hmm. walking around like putting the tickets, and she goes, "Don't put any tickets in the margarita one. We don't need that one." So what, of course, do <laughs> <so> I do? <laughs> A couple behind her back, right? Probably two out of the 80 we had. Just
0: slide it. Slide yeah. it over to the... Yeah. I love it. So tell tell. Something. What did you win? That margarita machine. <laughs> yeah, She's she her face. She's like... <laughs> the only thing we didn't
2: need, you know? It's not about need. It's about want. That's exactly it. That would be
0: fun. As you
1: long know. as I want it all, I need it all. That's right. So I'll take it all. No yeah, doubt.
2: That's awesome. So we're going to bring it here and uh, fire up some margaritas. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll be in it. We've we got to try it. You know, when you get a margarita mixer, you got to use it. So, what you're just going to do it for the week, or you're going to if it think goes well, try, well you know? yeah. I think we'll try it for the week, yeah. yeah see but how it goes well, yeah. If but it if goes you know. well, then maybe we'll keep it. We are going to be redoing our drink menu as well. I think we talked about that. That yep. Josie's going to be doing a bunch of drinks. So, if uh, the margarita mixer works well for us, we figure it out let's why not keep it on the menu. I love it, love me a good margarita. Are you kidding? 100, percent yeah. There's a lot of change coming your way right now, huh?
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not just talking to changes that you're implementing, I'm talking, yeah. change. Of course, we're, we're we're talking on the day when the, yeah. right there, they announced the new re- restrictions or lack thereof, the removal of the restrictions. Yeah. Saturday that happens shortly after your name changes, your menu changes. Yeah. It's it's a
2: different world for you. Decor changes, patios changes. Yeah, um, it's rolling. You know, going with the flow and uh, letting that energy come in really invigorate the place and again too I think I, I don't know if you caught that on air but it was that, that sort of cliche but of like it's just the vision is becoming reality now and I'm so very pleased about that if, if nothing else you, know, you never know from day to next if you're gonna succeed or fail but if nothing else we've had a, a good run this summer of like of being the community hub that we've always always wanted you know was the original intention you've had chains on you this entire time you've been you know what I mean the
0: leash <laughs> has been held back the choker chain what you can and can't yeah. do and now all of a sudden Chain's broken and yeah,
2: where you go? Yep, we've got creative control. We've got uh, we won't have any more pandemic restrictions. You know, as of Saturday or very little. Yeah, man. Um, it's exciting.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be cool to see. Okay, so let's tell people where they can get this excitement. Address, social media, website, all that good stuff.
2: So right now until uh, the fifteenth, it's still gonna be the Ruby West uh, on so on Instagram and Facebook. Um, we're at 898 Westminster is the address, so the corner of Ruby Street and Westminster Avenue and the heart of Wolseley. Uh, and then as of the 15th, it'll be called the 15th, and the same address sort of thing, and 15th incarnation of the business in this this place. Uh, we're pretty easy to find. If you go to Ruby and Westminster in Wolseley, you'll see us. We've got a nice sidewalk patio out front, uh, a really nice little courtyard patio on the side, uh, and then about 30 seats inside too. So small little, like, entirely locally owned. The All, all the owners uh, live within a couple blocks. All of our staff live within a couple blocks. Um, we're committed to our community and it's a little locally owned, locally operated restaurant that uh, we hope hope can thrive for years to come.
0: You know, as I look out the window, yeah, the people who live in that apartment block across the window across yeah. the street must have been like totally jacked when this place opened.
2: They were. They were some of those and the people, the, the old Grace Housing Co-op was a big project that uh, sprung up nearby. They came out and drove to support us when we were going through the liquor permit process. So, We have a lot of love, you know, for for the counteract, the the two gentlemen that didn't like it. Um, The love and affection that's been shown at the start and then since that time has been really what keeps us going. That's
0: awesome. Thanks for having us here today, man. Yeah, thanks a lot. Very very nice meeting you. Yeah,
2: absolutely. So, if you plan to go to Ruby West for tacos
0: during Taco Week, remember, it's going to be called 15th on August 15th and we'll have a great new menu. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm Kevin Bergen. This is a Main Ingredient on 680 CJOB.